Hello and welcome to an exciting episode of the ILE Podcast. My name is Sylvester Okoyono. For our first-time listeners, ILE is an acronym for Intentional Learning and Development. On this podcast, our goal is to equip you with tips, tools, and strategies for your personal growth and professional advancement. Today, I want to begin a series on what I've titled Cultivating a Strong Personal Brand. As a way of introducing this series, let me quickly say a few things about the concept of personal branding. Now, the terms brand or branding has become popular, especially in corporate circles today. Hence, we hear about corporate branding. You know, today big corporations spend lots of money in projecting their brands, that is corporate brands. However, the concept of personal branding has recently begun to also gain popularity. One thing I must also say at this point is that personal branding is as important as corporate branding. Although it seems to be a relatively new concept in terms of popularity, it is as important as corporate branding. And so with that said, let me quickly outline the areas we intend to cover, we hope to cover in this short series on personal branding. Number one, we shall be defining the term personal brand. In other words, what is a personal brand? We shall also be looking at the definition and the differences between what I call a strong or compelling brand versus a weak brand. What does it mean when we say somebody has a strong brand or a compelling brand? And what does it mean when we say someone's personal brand is weak? And so these are the kinds of things we'll cover. Number three, we shall try to point out a few reasons why you should be concerned about your personal brand. In other words, why is my personal brand so important? I've said it's a relatively new concept. People have always been used to the concept of developing great giant corporate brands like Coca-Cola, Nike, Apple, and stuff like that. But when it comes to your personal brand, we want to discuss why is it important that you develop your personal brand. And number four, we will be looking into the whole personal branding concept and the tips to cultivate a strong personal brand. There is a difference between the term or the concept personal brand and personal branding. Branding. You, you, you will be discussing what is the concept of personal branding and how what are the tips to cultivating a strong personal brand. It promises to be an exciting series, so I urge you to keep tabs, subscribe, and follow us through the series. But before I start today, I just want to tell a brief history, give a brief history of the whole branding concept, generally speaking. You see, branding as an art began many centuries ago. Historians differ on when exactly did branding start. And so because I am no historian, I wouldn't go into all the different arguments, but it started centuries ago. In fact, some say as many as 400 and something years BC. Yeah, 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 as old as that. But I can tell you this much. It started out as a desire to differentiate one's self from the crowd. To stand out, in essence, we are told that goldsmiths, artisans, and the likes would as much as etch their names or signatures somewhere on their works 
as a means of identifying their handiwork. And so if you were, say, a wristwatch maker in those days, you would put your name somewhere inside or by the side of the wristwatch. Say you were Alex and you had this gift of making wristwatches, you will put Alex somewhere by the side of your wristwatch so that whoever sees it will know that, oh, it's this, this wristwatch was made by Alex and not say Jones down the street you, you, you know that, that kind of a thing so in fact folks who owned animals like cattle and the likes they use hot irons to burn the hides that hides in, 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 in this time I mean the skin the hides of their cattle more like a tattoo you understand the animals treated in such manner were said to have been branded you, you, so you see the terminology brand such animals were branded. Usually, the marks could would be something like, um, say, a a letter or even a number or a mixture of both. For instance, some cattle they would just put nine XL. That was probably the brand. The owner just puts that as a differentiating brand. The person who put that brand knows the meaning of what he put there, and that's a way of differentiating his own cattle from all other cattle. In any case, by that singular act, cattle owners had a way of differentiating their own cattle from the others in the neighborhood. And so, borrowing a leaf from these practices I've just talked about, which were carried out many years ago, we can define a brand as anything that differentiates a product, a service, or even an animal, as the examples I've just given from the rest anything that differentiates a product a service or a, an animal or a person even from the others that's what a brand is when we say anything we could it could be a, 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 a sign as in the case of animals like a tattoo in the case of humans it could be attributes it could be qualities it could be characteristics a particular way of doing things or saying things whatever it is that differentiates a person, a product, a service, or an animal from others is called a brand. At this point, let me share a story. Many years ago, while writing my mock examinations in my final year in secondary school, an incident occurred. If you're a Nigerian listening to this, I'm sure you would relate. We, we called them mock exams. They were the, the exams we wrote in our senior secondary schools just before the West African examination, um, the, the, the WAEC or the WAS, like we call the WAS exams, like we call it. All right. And so while writing my mock exams, there was this subject. It was biology. I remember very clearly it was biology. I had a young girl in front of me, of course, a classmate. The young girl in front of me was confused about something. I, I forget what it was, but she turned back. She turned back to ask me a few questions. And I began to sort of respond to her in as low tones as I could at that time. And so I was answering her question. Just then, the female invigilator spotted us and walked over to our table. She took our answer booklets and wrote in bold red ink, caught cheating. 
Now that was quite scary for me because up until that time and even after that time, it had never happened to me. I have never been quote unquote caught cheating. And so it was scary because anyone who saw that answer booklet would probably not know the details or the context of what transpired. Caught cheating could be interpreted in many ways. And so I was scared that I'll probably not get my full score at the exam in, in, in the exams. I'll probably be penalized maybe by subtraction of some points and what have you. Anyway, several days later, I ran into the biology teacher herself, also a woman, and we got talking. She said, oh, by the way, I saw your booklet and on it was written boldly, caught cheating. What happened? I, I, I couldn't believe it. Someone like you could not possibly be involved in examination malpractice. And so I began to explain to her what transpired. I like particularly what she said. She said, I don't believe that someone like you could be involved in examination malpractice. In fact, something more stunning occurred on that day. I recall vividly there were a few younger students, probably in SS1 or thereabout. They were with her on that day. They heard our discussions and surprisingly, they chipped in and said, yes, we do not expect a student of your caliber to ever be involved in examination malpractice. Long story short, the teacher in question ignored the comment, marked my scripts as normally, as, as usual, and I got my full score. I made an A in that subject, biology. Dear listener, as I look back on that incident that happened many years ago, I would say probably that was my first brush with the concept of a strong personal brand. I'm afraid this is all I have time for on this episode. However, in the next episode, I'll be continuing from this story and bringing out some very important lessons about the concept of a personal brand. Until then, remember these words. True learning begins after you leave the classroom. Bye for now.